Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Back at it again, College Hoops Coast to Coast. It's 2022. New edition. What's good? Sweeney, what you, what you feel? You got the new fade. I'm feeling it. Just got back from a big game yesterday. We got a big-time guest in your city. It's going down. What you got? I love it. Yeah, it's uh, I was, I was at an outstanding basketball game. Wisconsin-Purdue. Really high level. Johnny Davis was spectacular. I'm 4-0. Wisconsin is 4-0 when I'm in the building, so I think if Greg Gard is watching this program, he should find a way to get me on the charter. So, uh, but no, it was that was that was sick. It's it's good to, good to get back in the gym in a couple of weeks uh, around the holidays, take a little time, and yeah, we got we got a great uh, outstanding guest today. Someone I've gotten to know uh, pretty well out in Chicago, uh, knew him before, and then he moved to Chicago and was like, all right, we're we're really uh we're doing this thing. He's a you know fantastic up and coming coach in this business and on a really outstanding program, and they are. Uh, Going to t- challenge themselves this week, so we had to, had to get the scoop on uh, how it all went down and uh, how he's building this thing at a uh, little Chicago. Yeah, I'm excited to have him on. This is family for me. This is uh, a first time appearance on this version of All Access, so we can't wait to have him in. Uh, one of the best and brightest stars in the business, Mister Amara Morgan himself. Yo, what up? It's him. <laughs> My guys, what's hey, up, man. fellas? How how are you? Good. I just want to know first out the gate, we're not even holding no punches. What shoes do you have on now? And what shoes are coming next for the hottest shoe staff in the country? Arguably. I mean, some people I don't think there's a debate. There's no there's no debate. I don't um, think there is. I appreciate this one. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, I can tell you what I have on now, but I can't yeah. tell you for the release. You, you can't know. show can you show for the for the viewers what you have on now? It ain't it ain't it's nothing exclusive. You know, we just finished practice. A little bit ago, light day, most flexible. Okay, those, okay, okay. Those are the Kyrie's right you there. Keep, keep it active in the Kyrie's. Okay. Kyrie, yep, yep. You know that's, you know, just in case I have to get out there and let you know some of the players know I can still do it. Um, and then on the way home, you know, it's snowing outside, so I have my Nike boots ready for that. But this week it'll be fun. We actually have you know a few pair of really cool exclusives that. 
we were hoping to break out this weekend. You know, we had an ESPN2 game canceled and didn't get a chance to show the world those. But um, you, you'll see some. You'll see some. <laughs> so just give us a little bit, and I'll pass the basketball part to Sweeney. I, and I, I can jump in that too. But the shoe game is just what's got the internet buzzing right now. So let's just talk about it. You know what I mean? We got Mauro on. Let's talk about it. So your head coach, obviously, as a head coach, he sets the bar. And his shoe game is elite. Is there a strategy behind the whole thing? Is it a t- – t- take us behind the scenes just a little bit. Not all the not all the secret sauce, but take us a little bit behind the scenes. What's going on there? Yeah. Um, you know, with Coach being the youngest head coach in the country, you know, he's around that era, around that time with, you know, sneakerheads were a real thing. And he's a legit sneakerhead. Like, if there's a sneakerhead on the staff, he is the one. Now, we have some – some younger guys on staff and some guys who kind of keep their eyes on the new releases and all the latest, but he's the one that, you know, we actually follow his lead. You know, we send texts all the time. So if we're not talking about basketball, we're trying to make sure that we're styling and profiling just the same. So uh, we got some things, you know, brewing, you know, we're going to keep bringing the heat, you know, I think the players and I think they really enjoy it, but uh, we also do it for the recruits too. Yeah. I was going to say, what is the response like? for the recruits from your players and i get off that because but we got to talk about it i mean when you're number one at something we got to talk about that so talk about it real quick and then i'm gonna pass the mic yeah I, w- I would say our players they really take a liking to it um you know i think the world has seen that we've worn those dunks quite a few quite a bit um, and some of our players have gone out and gotten them themselves um right. we've actually had you know just you know diehard fans who have hit us up and said that they're going to purchase them just the same and you know, sent texts at Drew or tweets at Drew with them wearing them in support. So, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. I think, you know, I just want to say the community, they're taking a, a, a true liking to it, but then also our fan base as well. So we're going to keep bringing it, making sure that we don't lose that number one spot, baby. We got to stay on top. Yeah, the good thing is that you're not just focused on that, but you're actually uh, arguably the number one mid-major in the country by many people's estimation. My last question. Appreciate is- that. My last question on shoes is, does Sister Jean get her own pair or does she have to buy her own? Like, what are we doing here, Mario? You got to hook Sister Jean up and take a picture with her with the shoes on. We, we need to make that happen. Now, sister, sister Jean's shoe game is elite, too. Like, she has, she has some exclusives. I don't know if Nike sent them to her directly that we don't have. You know, so she oh, has. Her, the, and Phil she go has back. her and Phil go back. There you go. She has the correct colorways. She's coming correct. So, Sister Jean. She brings the juice just the same. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, I'm going to get out the way. Let's soon do his thing. Be, beyond sneakers, though, I mean, like, I've been around you guys enough to see how your staff operates. And, you know, you guys just have, like, an unbelievable chemistry and rapport together. Um, for a first, you know, a first-time head coach work, working for one, for a staff that's really new guys, and you came from South Alabama, Sean came from, you know, Cincinnati, what has it been like building the relationship with those guys and how have you been able to do so, so successfully? Um, you know, Drew is, is seasoned, even though he's only, you know, been a head coach for a few months. Um, he's worked for some absolutely outstanding head coaches, some winners. And then he grew up in the house with another really good coach and his father. Um, so he had, I would say just a plan when it came to putting together an an elite staff. I think he understood just because he's done so much winning. I think he understood like how important cohesion is and camaraderie camaraderie is within the staff. Um, 
and we have some dudes on our staff that don't have a ton of ego. Now we compete, we work, uh, we put in the necessary time and we make sure we do our jobs at a high level. Uh, but we never let any of that get like ourselves get ahead of what we're trying to accomplish as a unit. And, you know, it's been fun. Like each of these dudes, you know, I think we have the youngest staff in the country. I might be wrong. There might be another staff out there younger, but I know we're, you know, somewhere, you know, very close. Um, I would say like in the 98, 99 percentile, I would say. But um, with that being said, like our guys, we just come in every single day. Um, we talk about a lot of the same things, uh, you know, because we were born in the same era. Um, but then on top of that, man, we keep our eyes like on the prize, which is like winning and then making sure that we're putting our players first. And, and for you, as you've, you know, worked for Drew and, you know, your staff has started to put in, you know, there's, there's a lot of similarities, obviously, to what, you know, Loyola did under Porter and, and, and Drew as, as a top assistant uh, to what you guys do now. But there's also a lot of differences. Can you talk through, you know, some of the stuff that you talked about with Drew when you guys first got the job? Um, to start to lay the new foundation while building on what was obviously a, an incredible uh, incredible bedrock that, that Porter left behind? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say, you know, our biggest, I think the biggest concern when you just talk about people on the outside looking in and also with us as well is what is our offense going to look like? What is our team going to look like without Cameron Crowwick? And because we didn't have someone who was so ball dominant, you know, such an elite like playmaker, like inside that you can just play through almost every possession. Um, we probably had to like improve our pace. I think that was one thing that we discussed. Um, and we actually just hit the ground running. Uh, you know, Drew's obviously he's known as an outstanding defensive mind, but you know, he's just as good of an offensive mind. We talk about it all the time. You know, I don't want to sit in here and boast and brag, but you know, there's guys out here who specialize one way and, and aren't as good the other way. Like he's a hoops junkie and puts a lot of time in. Um, and he's positioned himself and put himself in a situation where he's an elite young coach on both sides of the ball. So, you know, we're just trying to continue to keep being innovative and trying to stay ahead of the curve and keep watching the game as much as possible and just trying to add as much as we can and take things from those who do well so we can continue to keep elevating the brand and the program. What do you think makes Loyola as a place unique? You know, you've worked in a, in a lot of different programs. What 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 about Loyola is special? Because you know, I, I've been around it and I can see you, it's it's just a, it's it's an awesome place, right? I mean, it's, facilities are and the fan base is incredible, and you're in Chicago and all these things. What what about it to you differentiates Loyola from everywhere else you've been? Um, I would say it starts at the top. Um, you know, I've happened to work for some really good athletic directors in the past, but I think, you know, ours like gets it, you know, he puts, you know, he's, he's big on like making sure that these programs succeed here on campus and he's willing to do whatever it takes to help us do so in the right fashion. Um, but then that, you know, it just way, you know, our administration as a whole. Um, and then also like, just drew like we have really really good people in our program really good people here who who get it and everybody is like pushing the same way on the same page like we're all trying to make sure that our guys like leave here with a quality degree because Loyola is a high academic institution uh, making sure that they have like a, like great grades like Drew's great when it comes to like making sure that we have the right young men in our program and when they get here he holds them to a standard 
like a standard that I've never seen before, to be honest, in college basketball. You know, I'm I'm talking, you know, he tells our guys bees are better, like in the classroom. And that's just the standard that he has. And if you don't have those, then it could be a problem. Um, and, and not just, you know, when it comes to academics, obviously we take care of our business on the basketball floor as well. But I just think, you know, just the mentality of excellence in everything that you do, how you treat people, how you act, how you walk, how you talk, how you play, how hard you compete. Um, you know, it's just cool to see these dudes and, and see a program that like strives for excellence in every realm. You guys have, you know, built a solid resume beating DePaul and Arizona State and Vanderbilt, which we're seeing. Have we? Know. Have we? Some people, some people say it's not good enough. Got, got some good wins, but <laughs> you know, wanted to go out and get and build the resume even more and missed an opportunity to play Davidson because you guys had For a sure. COVID pause, unfortunately. For this sure. week, an opportunity comes about. You guys are, are headed to Salt Lake City just after we speak to uh, play San, San Francisco. Talk us through how that all came together as much as you can say, uh, and uh, what you're looking forward to most about that opportunity. Yeah, well, um, obviously our fans know, and people that follow the program closely, obviously you all know that, you know, we haven't played a game since December 10th. Um, so, you know, with multiple cancellations, you know, time and time again, it started with us, and then it's been a couple other programs who – you know, as we go through and work through this pandemic, you know, it's been an issue around the country just with postponed games and cancellations. And, you know, we were hoping to, like, start conference play and get ready to go um, and, you know, and try to, you know, work towards achieving our goal. But, you know, we haven't had a chance to do so, <laughs> which is crazy. So, you know, with that being said, it's just at that point we had to make a decision. Um, do we just play someone to try to get our legs up under us and try to get, you know, a quality game, some experience to make sure when conference play starts, we're ready to go? Um, or do we just wait it out and practice? And I think as a staff, like we, you know, we talked it over, we made a decision and we weren't sure if we wanted to play someone that was really, really good or someone that we knew that we would win just as, you know, a warm up game. And um, we obviously made, the decision to play a really, really good team in San Francisco, a quad one game. Um, and when the opportunity came about for us to play them, it was one that we couldn't turn down. Um, you know, we think it's a resume builder. Um, it's a chance to answer unanswered questions on both sides. Like both teams have an opportunity to be able to show the world how good we are. Now, are we both in major programs? Yes. And some people might not think it's a big game or a big deal, but if you know anything about the analytics, the metrics, the numbers, if you look on any website, the net, any of that, um, both of us are two of the better teams in the country. So it's an opportunity for our guys to gauge where they are as we work towards trying to win another championship. But then it's also a chance for us to, to get another quality win on our record to like, you know, just make sure our resume is as strong as it needs to be. But to answer your question as well, um, you know, what I mean, with that, like we just came up with that situation, decided to go ahead and, hey, you know, coach talked to you know, the head coach there and, you know, we made the decision. Obviously, you know, when you talk about games like that, you got to figure out where you're going to play them, right? Like, are you going to go there? Are they going to come here? Is it going to be a neutral location? You know, in such a short period of time with us having the conference game on the weekend, we decided to play one in the neutral. Um, and at that point, then you have to find staffers. You have to find, you know, a gymnasium. You know, we got a couple of dudes on our staff. You know, Pat Wallace is as resourceful as he is. He hit the phone, made a few calls, and 
next thing you know, boom, we got a facility and it ended up working out. So we're excited about it for sure. Talk a little bit, uh, Coach Morgan, about the defensive side of the ball. I think people got so caught up in and, and so infatuated with kind of Porter Moser's offensive style of play and Cameron Crutrig, but you guys defensively have been one of the better teams to be able to get stops. Obviously, you have a ton of seniors, you have experience, but you have some really individual defenders, and then as a team, you guys have really shown that side of the ball. And I think that's the side of the ball that people with young coaches, they almost think like, okay, offensively they have some returners, they'll be able to score, but can they stop people? But defense, if you know anything about coaching and those that have done it, that's really the details, that's everyday accountability. So tell us about the defensive mindset and approach for coach. Um, Man, I can honestly go on and on and on about how impressive this dude, dude is on it. Like just as a coach, period. But especially on this side of the ball, um, just the amount of detail. And he's worked for some really good dudes. I'm not acting like he just completely created this on his own, but he's super duper innovative, super creative, not afraid to, you know, do something unorthodox or take a risk. Um, it's just, you know, and then on top of that, the players that we have, like we have a grouping of individuals who really value like getting stops. You know, we have to me, um, in my opinion, we have probably, you know, four or five of the best defenders in all of college basketball. Obviously, Lucas Williamson, that goes without saying, um, he's elite. Um, everyone that we play, you know, if you go back to a scrimmage against Wisconsin, you look at those numbers, you know, the young man who had a phenomenal game last night, he didn't play so well. Um, if you look at, you know, when we played DePaul, you know, Javon Freeman Liberty, I don't like to just talk about guys, but I'm just trying to give respect to my our young fellow who's earned the right. You know, he's gotten stop after stop after stop. And every chance, whenever that matchup came, you know, he's for the most part come out on top. And but not only that, man, we have, you know, here you go, who's outstanding defensively and allows you to be able to switch, you know, one through four just with his size. And if you play him at the five, then you can switch one through five. But he's just he's phenomenal. Um, but but coach is just creative, innovative. And I think he just does it his way, what his beliefs are from the guys that he's worked for and all the winning that he's seen. And I think he's just built, you know, a defensive philosophy you know, just kind of like brought, like merged all of those together. And I think, you know, people are confused when they like try to scout against us, trying to figure out how to attack us because, you know I mean? He's a, he's a juggernaut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, uh, what do you think it is coach has allowed coach to be able to make such a seamless transition, right? Like so many times an assistant to head coach, that's a tough transition period, but to be the youngest head coach in the country and do so following a guy who's won at an elite, elite level and doing it his own way. So uh, what do you think has allowed coach to make such a seamless transition? Obviously he's had great mentors. We know that obviously he's won a lot of games as an assistant, but what is it about coach specifically that you think makes him so great? Cause I think he deserves his flowers on that. Oh, great, great question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I think I would say that it starts with, you know, these young men that came back right and why did they come back like because of the relationship that he had established with those guys um you know just the the trust that he had built you know the equity that he had built over time and you know I also i think what's really cool about it because each of those four guys who decided to come back as seniors 
Um, they could have went and played anywhere in the country, like literally with the winning that they've done, going to the Sweet 16 and winning 30 games and um, having multiple 21 seasons. Like they could have gone anywhere and play like right away. I'm talking about at the what people consider to be the highest level they could have done that. But why did they come back? Not only the relationship, it had a lot to do with just the basketball mind and the belief that they had in him. Um, and that's just because of how much time that he puts into this. Like, obviously we can put that, obviously we can do that. Like we're younger, right. you know, we don't have, you know, huge families yet. You know, he just, you know, had his firstborn um, over the summer. Um, which is really, really cool. But just with the time that we have to put towards it, I think he's just built a respect factor. And those guys, like, completely believe not only in the program, not only did they believe in Porter, but they believed that there wouldn't be a dip if he became the head coach just the same. And um, and with that being said, I think that's being shown evident, you know, and, and right away. Like, when I got the job here, I got a chance to see and got a taste of it that, like, we're super organized in everything that we do. Uh, we put a lot of time into everything we do. Um, and you can just tell that he's been around so much winning because everything that he like speaks on, believes in, there's a why behind that. And he makes sure that our guys understand the why for everything that we do. And I think that's a huge reason why, you know, everybody's just on the same page all the time. I don't know if that answered your question. But no, it's perfect. That was perfect. I got one more. And then Kevin's going to ask about a funny story. So, uh, <laughs> The one more is uh, what was, what's one thing you'd want people to know that maybe they don't know? Obviously, people see Loyola Chicago and there's a new brand and they see they see the pictures going viral. You guys recruiting and sitting sitting VIP sideline with all the shoe game and they see the chemistry of this young staff hanging out and, and arms around each other doing it together. And they see your players responding to this young staff. So I guess what's one thing that you'd want people to know about? this kind of new brand, new era Loyola Chicago that maybe they don't know? Oh, um, one thing I would say uh, that I don't think a lot of people understand or know or truly believe that we can win a national championship at Loyola Chicago. Here we go. I like it. And that's, that's real. Um, it's been done here before. It was done in 1963. But um, there's a true belief, like, in our program that everyone in the locker room, that's what they're thinking. Like, yeah. I tell people all the time, how can you tell a young man who's been to the Sweet 16 and a Final Four that he can't win a national championship? Can't tell him that. And we have a couple of those guys on our roster right now. Right. Um, and I just think that's, that's just what we built over time and with us going to the Atlantic 10 next year. Um, I think the chances of that improves, you know, just because, you know, it's not, you know, one, two big league and now it's potential three to five big league. You know, it gives us a chance to maybe get in there every single year. And, you know, I, you know, I'm not being biased, even though I am being biased. I'm putting my money on Drew Valentine. If we get in there, man, we're going to be – we will definitely be prepared. I can promise you that. Absolutely. All right. With my sister, Kevin. Got well, we, we ask everybody for a funny story on this platform. Uh, but I'm going to be specific. I need a funny oh Pat God. Wallace story. Oh. He is a mega character. Oh man! A funny Pat Wallace. I give you a little bit of time. I met Pat. I was at IUPUI. Matter of fact, when I went met Kevin in person at the at the IUPUI Loyola Chicago game. Yeah, yeah. Pat we we make a joke about it all the time. That Patrick yeah. Wallace is different. Like, yeah. Different. When I tell you he's different, like I'm saying, like this dude can just walk into the gym, 
and hadn't picked up a ball in almost a year. He can make about 10, 10 threes in a row. Like he's a real sniper. He can still get out there and handle it and still get out there and give dudes problems. Um, and then he can just eat whatever he wants to eat and still <laughs> look the same. Like I've never seen anything like it. Like coach was just coach Valentine was just talking about it, you know, a little bit ago. Um, like just his appetite, the things that he can eat. Don't get me wrong, he works out. Like he'll run three miles, he'll hop on the Peloton. But it's funny. I know we we <laughs> we had a recruiting visit and we went to this restaurant, um, Canela's, um, here in town for for brunch. And everybody's ordering, you know, trying to order like mature meals. Everybody's trying to get, <laughs> um, you know, you're just trying to get your omelet with, you know egg white omelet or trying to get you something green or eggs benedict, <laughs> shrimp benedict. and this dude orders biscuits and gravy hold the gravy he said no gravy <laughs> <laughs> bro we were we we look said biscuits and gravy no gravy like, nope. it, it was hilarious oh man and you know, he probably got out there, got out there that day in practice, and probably gave some of our guys some buckets. Like he's different now, different dude. <laughs> Man, you you should not have gassed up his hooping ability that much. Oh, he's a like, problem. These clips, you're gonna tweet him out. Like you can go to synergy now. He's a he was a problem. He was a problem. I I have talked to a lot of people in college basketball, and I have never once mentioned Pat Wallace's name. And the other person not only not not only knew who they were talking about who I was talking about, but like laughed because they knew Pat Wallace. Like oh, that yeah, dude he, knows everybody. And I really love that dude. He's a, he's a funny dude. He's a worker. Absolute he's worker. He's a grinder. He's a grinder. Does a phenomenal job assisting, you know, with our offense and everything. Like he's really good. I mean, he's a rising star. He's going to be really, really, really good when he gets his opportunity one day for sure. Yeah. We exchanged some notes on a scout and he was not the assistant coach at that time. And I was like, yo, I don't know what this dude's role really is, but this dude, he got it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. All right. special. Yes. Excited for the matchup. You guys get to play a game again. I know you guys oh, about that. Man. man Woo, keep your fingers crossed, please, because, yeah. you know, we got to the game day on Sunday and got the news three hours before the game that we couldn't yeah. play. So I think. You know, I think just because, you know, our entire program is pretty much boosted and I think they're the same. I think we're in a good spot. I think this game will happen. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Salute to college basketball, too. And you guys for making this game, because a lot of times people and I know tier one makes it exciting. But a lot of times people don't they, they run from this kind of smoke. So Absolutely. you guys for just running to the smoke and figuring out how to make it happen. It's great for college basketball. We all look forward to it. We'll be tuned in midday Thursday. Let's go. All right, brothers. All right, family. Hey, thank, hey, thank y'all for having me on here, man. This is a dream come true right here, man. I'm on here with two absolute superstars right here, and they're both family. We got we got to do this again. Yeah, we will. We will. Absolutely. We will. Appreciate it. All right. We had the man, the myth, the legend. We've been trying to track this dude down for a minute, I will say it. Kevin did say. I think I think he'd been ducking your calls, B. I should I should have used my magic touch. I, think, I, know, I gotta let you lead the way next time. That's what it is. I'm like, I've been family a little bit longer, so he can do that to me. And you're in city, so you might pull up on him. So I need to I need to let you do that next time. I did hit the group text today, though. That's part of why it was successful. We hit the group there you text. There you go. Accountability matters. But uh, he is he's big time. Their whole staff is big time. Like I like 
I, I, I've met all of them. I've watched them all work. And like you, you, if you ever get a chance to go to watch those guys practice, do it because you will learn something about basketball. You will learn something about how to run an organization. Okay. I mean, they are, you, you, you would never know walking in that that was the youngest staff in division one. That, that was the youngest head coach in division one. You would have no idea. I mean, they, they run it like vets and, uh, they're having success, success like pretty much anybody else. No, no one as much success as anyone in the country. So, no fun to watch. Fun to have it in my backyard. I could walk over there and uh, and see them anytime I want. So, uh, excited to see them the rest of the way and see if they can get a huge win over San Francisco and you know, hopefully boost those uh, at large turn at large bid prospects for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no doubt. Love that it's a neutral site uh, by Sean Paul, who's a you know obviously well, a of ours. Let's just say this: I love that it's a neutral site. But I would love it even more if the Dons decided to fly to Chicago and play play in my backyard. That that would have been nice. I would have enjoyed and that. Of course, it would have been nice for you for college basketball. The fact it's a neutral site game, so there's none of that like, oh, we played them at home. If we'd have played them there, like neutral site game, let's get it on. Like you know, I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing. And then the second part is uh, one versus two in Sean Paul's top fifty mid major. Uh, so I think that's also something to be said. So. Yeah, looking forward. Musty TV, their staff, a high level. They have a really elite level team that plays as a team. Amazing to watch. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the Ramblers will be making noise all year long, as will San Francisco. But this night will be uh, only one can walk away as the winner. So glad we had tomorrow on. Uh, look forward to more. You know where to find us. Like, subscribe, share, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Do your thing. You know where to find Kevin too. Sports Illustrated, my man. Let's go. Not not just CBB no more. Not just CBB Central no more. All right. We're working. I didn't say it's brand new this time though. You can say no, that. We're, we're working. We're, we're into the new year. This is this is this is year two that I've been at SI. So year two. It's year two. it's yeah, technically. We'll call it year two. We'll call it year two. We'll, we'll call it whatever you want. You're Kevin. Soft season. <laughs> so for the first one for 2022, we got many more to come. See you guys soon. Kevin, love the haircut. Keeping it fresh. Next time, we got to see your shoe game. That's what we're going to do next time. Yeah, I'm, I'm way behind. I'm way behind the fellas. We got to see. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.